recording? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are back for another episode to make it happen with Morrison Plus Property Inspections. Dwayne, how are we doing uh, this Friday afternoon? You know, we've got a lot of energy today. I'm looking forward to the weekend. We do got a lot of energy. I agree. I know um, Yes, I think the week started, for me personally, the week started off a little, a little dreary um, in some ways or another, but it's been kind of picking up day after day and... Uh, think we're wrapping it up on a positive note i know we had uh i got off, off of a great coaching session uh this morning with some franchise owners of ours yep. uh, providing some additional education additional resources for them to better their business um and i like the momentum that it's carrying over so yeah so. i mean you know this morning was was a tough topic business operations mm-hmm. um i mean <clears throat> this is one topic alone that really gets into a lot of things and trying just to cover that in an hour yeah, we you had to stick with like the mile high view because otherwise the nuts and bolts. I mean, that's a three hour conversation, if three not day, more. Three right? day, three I mean, day. Yeah, you really, <laughs> really can dig into each aspect of it on a deeper level, without a doubt. Um, but again, I think it's a great resource. I think we might be touching on marketing and promo stuff next for the franchise owners. Yep. Um, for those of you who aren't necessarily aware what we're talking about in terms of franchise owners, that this is the first time you're tuning in. Uh, Morrison Plus Property Inspections is a franchisor, uh, franchise brand. Um, we are a growing, emerging brand uh, located in Southern California, and we're expanding nationwide. And so if you're f- interested in property inspections, number one, interested in business ownership, um, entrepreneurship, and kind of just taking your career and your future into your own hands, um, by all means, give us a call. Our phone number is 866-881-5027. Uh, happy to chat with you and just kind of lay out the details of what it's like in the day of the life of a, a Morrison franchise owner as an owner operator, or even at the executive level too. I think um, we're doing some big things here. It's going to be a big year and glad that we're just picking up momentum. I think week after week and we got a couple of fun weeks ahead of us. So um, it should be good. Well, we're definitely uh, moving the needle forward. Uh, digital marketing, man, that's something else. It is. That's uh, <laughs> it's something it's like, it's almost a, um, I don't know so the word for it, but there's it's so expansive and can reach so many different levels and heights and different directions. It's almost hard just to, you almost have to put your blinders on and just kind of stay in a lane and just do it and then figure out if that works and then kind of check off the box and see what's, what's working and what's not because there's so much out there in terms of digital marketing, at least, um, that we're looking into that it's... Uh, it's quite expansive and yeah. uh, takes a takes a keen eye and I think uh, a strategic partner to guide you through that if you're not familiar with it at least. But uh, today specifically, we're going to be talking about etiquette and etiquette in business settings. Um, I think specifically, what is etiquette? What is etiquette? When I think of etiquette, I think of um, sitting down at the table with the cup of tea and putting the pinky up. <laughs> right and uh not, right. not slurping not slurping the soup or the spaghetti things of that nature right, right. but manners at the, manners, at the dinner table basic, basic stuff right um which believe it or not i think actually is relatable in business settings when you're having business dinners sure, and things of that nature sure. right but uh in ter- i think where we're going with this is um the kind of foundational skills or things that business really anybody regardless if you're a business owner or just work, whatever position you're in there's things that you need to be aware of and consciously think about in terms of etiquette depending on the setting you're in and how to kind of tailor yourself to fit in the setting that's appropriate and how you're acting and things of that nature and so we're going to kind of dive into that a little bit well i think you know it's important to talk about etiquette because etiquette correlates directly with professionalism correct you know and 
professionalism correlates directly with brand standards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's a good brand, right? Correct. And brand standards correlate directly to culture. Mm-hmm. So our brand is about culture. Our most good brands have a good culture. Uh, most good brands have a high level of professionalism. And most good brands, at least as far as the general public is concerned, uh, can be expected to maintain good etiquette. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's a, a fun thing to talk about because it's something that uh, we're constantly subconsciously doing all the time. Yeah, and it's something that uh, I think kind of runs in the background of your brain as you're kind of in different settings. I know for me, like if I'm walking into an office versus if I'm at an installation gala, right, sure. or uh, a mixer at the bowling alley, things kind of differ, and you kind of have, you need to appropriately make decisions on what lines not to necessarily cross or what lines are good to kind of bounce around with. Um, I know a big thing. Um, I think maybe we could just kick off in terms of that is reading the room, right? That you're in and how that plays a part in your level of professionalism, because it's okay to let your hair down at work every once in a while, right? Depending on the setting you're in and kind of be in a more relaxed, casual type of conversation with somebody or whether it needs to be a little bit more formalized. um, And you have to take a different approach depending on the setting you're in. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big deal. I mean, if you're walking into a real estate office and they're having a staff meeting mm-hmm. and you're just calling on the office out of the blue, I mean, you need to kind of make sure you sh- close the door behind you carefully, right? Mm-hmm. You don't let it slam shut, yeah. you know, and, and disturb the meeting. Or, uh, you know, if you're coming into the meeting, you have to figure, kind of read the room to see if it's okay for you to step into the meeting and or if you should just stay in the back of the room and wait till you're called upon. Yeah, it's the situational awareness aspect of it right and some people are better at it than others and some people have to more consciously think about it prior Mm -hmm, to kind mm -hmm. of doing what they're doing um but reading the room is huge um i know an example i just brought up where if i'm at a uh, installation gala and i am in a it's the the black tie formal type events right um there's a certain way you need to present yourself in certain ways you need to act in terms of your level of professionalism in comparison to when I am at a little bit more social events where it's maybe a mixer quite literally at a bar or at a brewery, right? right? right. Where it's cocktails and drinks and appetizers and it's, it's let your hair down, make friends, be kind of more conversational wise. It's not really an agenda put together, like a schedule for it. Right. Um, and knowing um, how many beers is too many beers, right? In, right. in situations like right. that for the, for those that partake in the, in the drinking aspect of it and kind of understanding that there's a, there's a fine line and a kind of a dance you have to have uh, in situations like that. I mean, just to, yeah. I mean, and we can give all kinds of specific uh, situations, you know, that you can walk up into mm-hmm. and how you uh, respond to those. But, I mean, pictures are being taken. Yes. You know, uh, uh, sometimes... Imp- impressions are being made. Yep, impressions are being made. Um, uh, you know introducing yourself to somebody saying hi to somebody you, you don't snub people mm-hmm. i mean a lot of times people think about that right but when you're in a room and so and you've got a client where there's been giving you a lot of business and you know you, you're just busy talking to a bunch of people you need to make an effort to go over there if that person's not coming towards you to go over and say hi how are you mm-hmm. and provide a common courtesy yeah that's just that's just good etiquette absolutely i've, I've kind of messed that up a couple times i mm-hmm. think you know um uh, but you know trying to worry about all those little things it's 
it's not being snooty or snobby or like uppity or this and that. It's just common courtesy. I mean, you know, say somebody's having a, an event at their home. I mean, you know, cut one of the customs that's really good etiquette is to show up with like a bottle of wine or something. Yeah, thank, you know? thank the host for or kind of putting it on, right? Maybe, maybe a little bouquet of flowers, mm -hmm. you know, if, if especially if they're, you know, they don't drink and things like that, show up with a, you know, a little bouquet of flowers for the, you know, centerpiece, you know, it's just, you know, those are good manners and etiquette to have. Or cookies. Yes, cookies works as well. Um, well, that's something we do, right? All, all that's that's of, kind of a trade secret, right? All, all we buy the, we buy cases of Girl Scout cookies and pass them out to yeah, the, so. yeah. I mean, there's there, there's a lot of ways, um, I think, to uh, take advantage of the situation um, and maximize the situation to your benefit. I think, like you said, the professional courtesy aspect of when you're in a room with a lot of people, making an intentional effort to go say hi to specific people, right? Um, because it's, it's very easy. I've done it before where you get caught up in a conversation with someone and it's a pretty active conversation. You're going back and forth. Next thing you know, it's been like 45 minutes and some people have already left that you meant to say hi right, to. Right. And it's not like you're intentionally trying to ignore somebody. But, but you got to try to avoid those things. But you need, yeah, you need to be aware of it. And um, making intentional efforts, I think, is a very noticeable thing. I notice when someone intentionally comes up to me just to say hi to me versus... If it's like we're just kind of bumping shoulders and all of a sudden, oh hey, like good to see you, kind of deal, right? Right. And, uh, it, it, le it leaves a lasting impression, um, and that's where you want to be on that end of it, of uh, being that person to go out there and be intentional. Well, and you're in the room and you're speaking to somebody that's helping put on the event, mm -hmm. and you don't corner that person. No. You know, no. I mean, that's you, you're not reading the room if you're doing that. That person's, that person's got responsibilities. Right? And a lot of people keep coming up and talking to that person, and you keep cornering them. You know, it's like that's not reading the room well. Exactly. Um, a big piece of uh, reading the room too is understanding. Um, I think in many ways, kind of going back to the um, si different situations you could be in, right? Um, understand when it's appropriate to partake in certain activities of whether that be having a cocktail, right? Things right. of that nature versus when it's not. Um, if no one else is drinking in the room and you're slugging beers, um, it's probably not the best look for you, right? No. Um, uh, and you got to kind of, cause I think everyone's been in a situation. Um, I'd be surprised if no one's ever experienced this where they're in a room and there's the one person that maybe takes a little bit too far. Right. Um, well, let me and, give you an example. We went to, uh, IFA and mm -hmm. we got inv invited to one of the, the parties yep. afterwards in yep. the evening. And I was at the bar and it, this was all paid for at a restaurant mm -hmm. bar thing. And they had food, they had a whole thing spread and I got there and you know, they'd been going on for like an hour and a half already. And there was a, I mean, it's for open bar. So people yeah. are really taking advantage of that. And there was one guy that I met there and I can't remember exactly what business he was in, uh, which means he probably didn't do a real good job. because I didn't remember, <laughs> yeah. but he was talking to me and he was slurring his words. He was pretty drunk. Yeah. And he see, I remember what made the impression on me. He said it was his first conference coming to this and that he was telling me about his business and he was talking to me and he was drunk slurring his words and it's like that was really bad etiquette mm -hmm. he got invited to this thing it's not like he'd been around 10 15 years and was a very successful person and didn't really care which you should care anyway mm -hmm. right um uh, but he you know he's not gonna do well in business you know doing that yeah it's just um and he had no idea i don't think he even realized that he was putting off such a negative impression yeah and like i said like the, the impressions are being made right and right. so um 
having that proper etiquette, um, using proper language uh, and conversation as well, too, is a big piece of it. Um, understand when you're speaking with someone who you're on a close level with versus when you're not. Um, right. I know um, explicitives are not necessarily um, the, I don't really know how to word this exactly. You, Everyone's been, I think, in a conversation where explicitives are being used, right? Just in terms of like the language that someone's using, how how casual conversation is, things of that nature. Well, cursing is much and, more accepted today than it has been in the past. Correct. A lot of very successful people do curse. Yes. Um, Have you ever watched the, I know you watch Gary Vee. Um, I, I do. He lets it rip. He lets it rip. And there's other people that let it rip too. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a good look. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, it's different if it's your, uh, your your business affiliate partner that you've been in business with for twenty plus years, and you guys you guys have a personal personal relationship versus you just met you just met someone or you're still new. Uh, it's better off just to probably say just hold off on that type of language uh, in, in public. Than, in public, just, you sh you should be refraining, right? Because I mean, if you think about it, I know, like you said, there's it's becoming a much more. Um, that's all right. We're good. Yeah, my phone just rang. You know, Sorry. we're busy here. I, at Morrison I knew I should have turned it off. We're busy at Morrison Plus Property Inspections here. Okay, it's uh, it's acceptable. <laughs> we won't give it to well, our. He time can edit that time. out. So etiquette, etiquette. Oh, oh etiquette. What's that going was horrible here? etiquette. What's <laughs> going on here? Perfect, perfect. But um, yeah, I think um, in terms of a look of professionalism and a feel per, per, for professionalism, someone who speaks clearly, speaks intelligently, um, avoids that kind of language I think tends to just automatically put off a better vibe and that way you're not putting anybody off and there may be people who are perfectly acceptable with um, uh, cursing within a conversation but they're still acceptable of not cursing versus vice versa you could really put somebody off by the way you speak uh, versus well, if you were just to kind of keep it together well let, let's expand on that constructing a coherent sentence mm -hmm. uh, it's not easy to do all the time uh, slang Mm -hmm. is something that we're very accustomed to using in our culture. Yes. Uh, using uh, uh, words that are not slang, using phrases that are not slang, um, saying things like, well, can you feel what I'm putting down? You know, I mean, <clears throat> that's not good etiquette. Um, you know, hand gestures and moving your body all around and, and, and using slang, that's fine at home and in a relaxed environment, but you really should try to construct proper sentences, uh, hold good posture and communicate effectively. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's um, all of these things, whether it be language, reading the room, situational awareness, your tone when you're speaking. Right. Um, tone, tone's, tone's a, a big one. Understand <laughs> who you're talking to, the type of conversation you're having, whether or not if you need to start getting in, in, influx in your voice. Right. Because you're, you're, it's an exciting thing or you need to kind of simmer the simmer the situation right, right. down, bring, bring, right, it down. bring it down yeah yep. keep it calm and uh, de-escalate maybe in situations whatever that might look like um being able to properly retone and the necessity the necessity for it is important so and then if you're also reading the room and you're worrying about your language mm -hmm. you if you're like most people like me you're going to struggle remembering people's names yes you, that's a big deal mm -hmm. and that is very good etiquette if you can remember somebody's name now, when you're introducing yourself or you're meeting, you know, 10 people, remembering all their names is probably not going to happen. So there's some tricks that you can do to do that. Ask for their business card. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, you know, pull your, I've, I've often done this, pull, you know, I'll step aside and I'll 
look at their business card, yep. remember their name, and then go talk to them again. You yeah, know? yeah. There's, I mean, there's situations where I'm in the conversation with somebody, and I got it in my pocket, and I gotta like just quickly like look at their card, <laughs> come right. up in a second. And, oh, okay. That's right. I'll oh, make sure because oh, I mean, hey, you John, meet, you you meet so many people in a single night. It's it's. I mean, we're humans, right? It's hard to remember every single person. But um, wow, what what time. good etiquette is? You know, you just met somebody, and ten minutes later, you you see them again, and you remember their name. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, lasting impression once again i think a lot of this ties back to the impression you're making on people is how you're presenting yourself the etiquette that you have um just as a just not only in a professional sense but just as a just as a human right you're presenting yourself in a positive way uh, putting out kind of um um in a way it's a i don't want to say vibes in terms of like having good vibes around you but you you kind of emanate a kind energy of energy that's like a positive professional energy when you kind of keep yourself to these uh kind of certain standards for yourself well, in terms of etiquette I, you know i've been saying this a lot this year uh people won't remember what you said they won't remember what you did they're going to remember how you made them feel correct and if you have good etiquette and you respect somebody enough to remember their name and call them by their first name mm-hmm. especially after they've forgotten yours um you're the etiquette that, that you're giving out and the professionalism you're giving out is going to make people feel like you're a top-notch professional. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I completely agree with that. I think um, we, it, we often say you can't teach experience, right? And I think we were actually speaking on this earlier. Um, you can't teach experience, in at least in what we're doing here, right? And and I think just in, really, in, in any situation. And we're in situations to where someone might not know how good we are at our job. Right. But if we walk in with our chin held high, with confidence in, uh, in our tone, in our voice, in our presentation... Um, it it sets the tone for the rest of the day uh, for the for the impression that you're making on someone, and it automatically radiates a sense of professionalism, trust, under uh, just a complete understanding. It all kind of ties in uh, together. Well, people, I mean, are going to remember the person who's looking good, standing tall, yeah, communicating smiling. well, uh, sounding intelligent, mm-hmm. you know, and just you know representing at the highest level, uh, you know. That those are things you can control. Yeah, if you're leaving somebody better than when you uh, showed up in terms of their attitudes more bright or you left them, you walked up to the, the receptionist who's typing away at her com- computer with a, with a frown on her face and you leave her with a smile when you're walking out of the door right. or him, whoever it might be, um, that stuff sticks, right? And that's kind of where we're going at with, uh, with that. But on the flip side of it, in situations to where there is maybe consternation or there is an issue maybe with an employee or with another business partner, whatever that might be. How does etiquette kind of affect situations of, um, of consternation or of kind of issues like that within business? Well, it's very important. Uh, you know, showing respect for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that's really bothered me a lot and that I, disagree with i have a strong disagreement with this is uh culturally at least here where we live uh in the united states there's been a common uh saying that people have to earn your respect Mm -hmm. i disagree with that nobody should have to earn anything from you you should give respect to people freely Mm -hmm. Um, now people can lose your respect yes but you should give respect to people freely it should be a common gift yeah, it's um, almost like giving the benefit of the doubt in a sense. I mean, well, you ha- like, have if, grace. If you yeah. haven't done anything to make me not respect you or not trust you, then there's no reason why I shouldn't 
present that kind of uh, trust and respect towards you, like you said, right. until that gets taken away by actions or wrongdoings so, or things of that nature. You know, in, in business with employees, like with your question, so sometimes employees do things where it's like, you know, it's not very respectable or it's confrontational or there's an issue in this and that. You have to try to not personalize it. Mm -hmm. um, take the emotion out of it and still give respect to them, uh, even though maybe it's not deserving or maybe they're not thinking correctly. Mm -hmm. And just to understand that, you know, it's important to lead by example. Mm -hmm. It is in many ways. It's important not to be, um, I think this ties into etiquette of not pointing fingers at somebody and kind of throwing the blame on somebody else or things of that nature kind of. Usually, I, I don't really know how to word it per se, but it's like there's no there's not there's no benefit coming out of kind of like oh that was your fault that wasn't mine blah blah right. and it's handling that situation in a professional way where it's okay maybe this isn't the setting for me to be just hurling uh, hurling issues at at somebody. Don't be a victim. Well, so Rosanna has often told me if there's no action, there's no reaction, right? Um, and you've probably heard the uh, cliche, you know, don't bite on the fi fishing hook, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody throws, a, throws it out, there's a hook, and you bite on the hook. Um, oftentimes, you know, situations or actions happen, mm -hmm. uh, and somebody is reacting to it in a very negative way or a way that's very adverse mm -hmm. to the business. Uh, and, you know, just receiving and understanding that they're in a certain space and respecting them and, and giving them the benefit of the doubt. And at the end of the day, they're in that space because of some situation or some thought process or something happening and just not personalizing that and respecting the individual for whatever it is they're going through and try to provide proper guidance on a very even keeled and uh, just graceful manner is I, I would say the best best thing you could do as far as etiquette goes. Yeah, depersonalizing makes a big deal. Sometimes stepping away from the situation and letting emotion simmer down yeah. prior to giving a logical response back to something um, can be the best option as well too because it's very easy to kind of to be evoked by emotions. By emotions um, and sometimes all it takes is a day or two to kind of cool off before kind of the the even keeledness of like you're just your mind being in a better place to make a decision, um, I think ties into that um, as well. Well, you know, COVID, uh, 2020 COVID, that I, that's one of the biggest things I learned from it was being sensitive to other people's feelings within the business. Mm -hmm. um, when I, I, well, I guess you could say I learned that I wasn't, I was insensitive mm -hmm. in many ways uh, and it didn't change anything. Uh, and once I learned to be a little more sensitive, it, it broadened my horizons with an ability to be a little more compassionate mm -hmm. and to express a better level of etiquette, which correlates to, to a higher level of professionalism. I agree. I agree. Yeah, this whole etiquette just topic is a really big skill set that can be practiced, can be worked on, um, can always be improved, right? Um, I think uh, the big aspects and big takeaways, at least for myself, Situational awareness is huge for me. I know we spoke about it earlier. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that's one of my big takeaways from this conversation. Um, when you're able to properly read a room and understand the environment you're in, it makes you allow, it makes you able to come up with clear decisions, clear thoughts, um, and present yourself, I think, in a lot more of a professional way. You know, th this is a, a, 
something that happens a lot is, you know, we, I think we all know somebody that has a total lack of regard for etiquette. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to come up looking the way I look. I don't care what other people think. Um, I'm going to behave and communicate the way I, I, I communicate and the way I behave and Mm -hmm. I don't care what other people think. Um, you know, and I'm just going to be me and accept me for me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and that's, that's not always fine when you being you is off putting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and you're, you're not mixing in. I mean, we're not, I'm not talking about group think here. I'm not talking about, you know, trying to assimilate. I'm not talking about, uh, uh, you know, trying to not allow people to have individuality. Sure, you can be an individual, but there, there's you can go you can go the other the other way with it, and where it's a very negative thing, um, and where you're actually doing it in a manner to where it's like you're doing it as a defensive mechanism, mm-hmm. um, or you're just putting it out there for whatever reason. But that is not going to help you ha- have a great business. Yeah, it's. Um it is important to kind of have that self-reflection so, kind of realize. So there's a place where think. if you're going to be a hairstylist running mm-hmm. a hair salon, you can probably be a little more flamboyant, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when you're going into board meetings in a business, I mean, unless you're the, the big yeah. cheese you're guy, a, te- a team of attorneys presenting yourself to a big client in, uh, in the courtroom, right? I mean, you should probably have a, a shirt and collar on with a button up shirt and some slacks on, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. or at least some clean jeans and you know, uh, comb your hair, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so that, so situational awareness, depending on trying to rise to the occasion, I think is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, you know, if, if my staff walked in and, and had shorts and flip flops on, on Monday morning, I mean, they're going to get sent home. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, that's just, so uh, I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, and I, I'm not meaning this literally, but I, I kind of do is when you dress up, it's, you're respecting other people in the room. Yeah, and that, 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 that's actually a really good point because if what's happening, I'll take our office as an example, right? If everyone there is dressed in the proper attire, their uniforms, right? The slacks, right. the button-ups, the polos, whatever that might be, and they're, and everyone's in agreement that we are holding a professional look upon us, right? and this is what we hold ourselves to as a brand, as a company, for someone to come in I'm not saying like outsider, but I'm saying one of us to come in wearing the shorts and flip flops. It's like, what are you doing? Like, this is not who we are. You're disrespecting kind of what we're putting in place here and what we're trying to give to our clients and right. give to those that are investing into our brand. Or even like coming in with loose baggy pants, you know, kind of like, you know, yeah, trying to be cool, yeah. right? You know, with the belt kind of hanging halfway down your backside and, and, and that kind of a thing. That is not a professional look, mm-hmm. not with our company. Mm-hmm. It might be with another kind of a brand or a company. Maybe mm-hmm. it, you know, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but yeah. I mean, but it's just not, it's not appropriate for, for where we are. Yeah. Respect. It's, it, it's, yeah, you're saying it, it's disrespectful to other people that are in the same setting, setting as you trying to achieve a certain goal. I tell um, you when I was in the army, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you know, you had a uniform yep. and, and you were being sized up. You know, you had a Sergeant looking at you your shoes shined. Was the belt straight? You know, did you iron your uniform? I mean, you know, so that's the extreme on the other end of it. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there, there are, there is a wide pendulum. I mean, it, you know, if you're, if you're a mechanic working in a motorcycle shop, 
Yeah, this, it, the slacks and button up aren't aren't the deal. But if you're right. if you're showing up looking appropriately for the job, I mean, you better not be wearing around. a collar and button up to work. I, I mean, know. they're gonna look at you like you're an idiot. Yeah, you know. Right. Uh, but you know, so it's important to recognize and to maintain standards of, of whatever your career and profession direct you toward. Yeah, a, a big piece of it is just respecting others, um, respecting the setting that you're in, um, and just presenting yourself again in the best light possible for, especially if if you're in a business environment it's like you gotta you gotta put your best foot forward all the time in order for your business to continue to get better um and if you're not doing that um on the flip side then you'll see the repercussions of it so um etiquette uh it's a big deal apparently yeah i mean it is it is grooming standards hygiene etiquette is is pretty much how you present yourself in society and it's important yeah and i, I mean and you could dive even further into it um with like cultural type of etiquette and stuff like that to under, under yes. un, understand the, the business you're working in i know man depending on the business you're in you might be dealing with people from other cultures than your own and right. understand what certain actions certain words certain uh, approaches you take to certain cultural groups um can vary quite differently and it's you may not know until you until you have the experience to know sure uh but if you could tap into resources to learn um by all means that plays a huge part in it but it's uh everyone's different and it, it, it definitely is a, a piece of business without a doubt well everywhere from handing how you hand your business card to somebody to yeah to how you shake your hand how you say goodbye and there's well, with, with COVID now, it's like, do you shake hands? Do you not shake hands? Yeah. Do you just kind of wave? Do you bow? I mean, yeah. you know, there, there's there's a lot of different things, and it's important to just take it with some level of respect. Yeah, because again, we're all coming from different situations, right? You gotta have to. You don't know how they operate. You don't. Know, they don't know how you operate, and just mutual respect goes a long way uh, when it comes to that stuff. You know, talking about etiquette, I'll, I'm going to share this thing that happened. Uh, uh, I was riding my bike yesterday. Mm -hmm. There's etiquette riding bikes. Did you know that? Yes, yes I did. And uh, I was on the river trail, uh, which is not my favorite place to ride, but I was on the river trail, and there was two guys in front of me. And one guy really didn't have a, a like a, a road, a really nice like road racing bike. Mm -hmm. One guy did, and one guy didn't. And the other guy was more like on a cruiser. Yeah. And I'm coming up, and I'm I'm kind of I'm doing a workout, you yeah, know. Yeah. And so it's a two lane, like it's a walking bike trail, and and I'm, I'm the etiquette is on your left. Same in the hiking trail, right? This yep. happened to me, you know, on a run on the dirt trails over at Benelli a couple weeks ago. And, you know, etiquette is when you're out on the trail, whether you're on a bike or whether you're walking or running, is you need to stay to the right. It's mm -hmm. just like on the road with cars. And yep. when somebody comes by, they should speak out, letting you know they're coming up and go on your left so you can move to the right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One of my biggest frustrations is because there's always whenever there's somebody new they're not used to that they, they, he was taking up one guy was taking up both lanes uh -huh. i go on your left and, and i could tell he didn't he didn't know what to do and i i said on your left as i got closer because i said it early yeah and then i got right behind him and i'd say on your left you know and then finally the guy next to him said hey you need to move over you know and and it you know it, it's it was important but he actually because he didn't really know what to do or how to respond he really should he should have been paying more attention mm -hmm. He held me up, yeah, you know, and, and got me out of my rhythm, and I was trying to follow etiquette, and he didn't know. Yeah, or the worst is when you say that, and they, they go, what? And they turn their left. Well, right. well normally what happens is, is is when you say on your left, everybody moves to the left or looks to the left and moves to the left. Yeah. Was, and they're supposed they, to go to the right. Yeah, they naturally just carry themselves in that direction, and it's uh, it's funny. I've been in that situation. Before. The same so, deal with, like, skiing and stuff like that. Oh, too. yeah. Yes, there's, there's, it, there's, yeah, there's countless but, examples. But whenever someone says on your left, you should move to the right slowly, 
Yeah. Um, but there's other etiquette too. When you're in a function and stuff and you meet a couple that just got newly weds, you don't ask them, are you going to have a baby? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that happened to me once. I said, so when are you going to have, when are you going to start having, you know, when, when are you going to have kids? Well, it turns out that you never asked that. Why would you never ask that? Because you don't know if they where can. they're coming from, of what they're capable of, you know. Well, just, I found know, out. Like, the, can they have kids? Well, can when they? I was 22, I was at a, a wine and cheese at some museum, and I wasn't raised with etiquette. Yes. Uh, it just wasn't, my, wasn't what my parents were very good at as far as raising me at that. And I asked this couple that and found out, like 10 minutes later, why did you ask them that? And I got in trouble. You know, from my, well, anyway, I got in trouble because they can't have kids. Yeah. And I was like, open mouth, insert foot, you know? So there's little things that that you need to, etiquette's very important because you can really hurt people's feelings. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Etiquette is a huge piece of business, huge piece of just, I think, everyday life, right? Just kind of being a a good person and kind of respecting others um, and getting that mutual respect back um, plays a huge, huge piece in it. But man, um, we could go on and on and on and on. on. We could go on and on. But I do know we have another great meeting coming up. Um, yes, we do. With some more franchise owners, just to continue digging into uh, the the nitty gritty, great details of uh, being a part of the system. So I'm going to wrap it up here from there. And uh, I one thing I forgot to mention earlier in the earlier in the, the episode is to like, subscribe, hit that notifications button. Uh, we are on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts. Am I missing anything else, Mackenzie? Uh, Stitcher? No, we're not on Stitcher. Well, we we, we got we'll, to get on we'll, Stitcher. We'll there. But listen, we are out on all the main ones. Please give us your support. It uh, means a lot to us. Um, we're growing. We're an emerging brand. The more viewers, the more uh, listeners, which I think actually are picking up slowly. Um, Good. Which I've, we've noticed a trend. Um, it means a lot to us, and we're going to continue to put out information for you to better yourself, whether it's in business, just mindset, entrepreneurship, whatever it might be. And again, if you're interested in a franchise opportunity, our phone number is 866-881-5027 or visit morrisonplusfranchise.com for more information. So with that being said, Dwayne, um, great episode. Um, Any final notes before we wrap it up? I'm just looking forward to a great weekend. We're racing on Sunday. There we go. All right, well, good luck in the race Sunday and we'll be seeing everybody next week.